This week on This Galarian Life, the party is down a man. Starts swarming around him, and poof, Golu's gone. And when it comes to fighting ghosts, they might be mentally unequipped. Does he not have any religion? Jesus! <laughs> He's a so, fucking paladin! Yeah, uh, dragon paladin. Well, when it comes to fighting anything, they might be unequipped. That's bullshit. How come when he moved up, to, I don't understand the tax opportunity, and I never will, and I don't want to, so don't try to explain. But with the rewards of victory outweighing the costs... I hope you, you find whatever you're looking for, and when all this is done, maybe find a life. Maybe you look me up and you find somebody to love. Can our heroes be pure of heart enough to win the day? Gosh, guys, I, I'm just so good-hearted, and I love Jesus, and... That's a cool story. Thank you for listening to find out. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 39 of This Galorian Life. This one is uh, super exciting, but as you'll notice in the beginning, there's a little bit of an issue. Jeff had to work this week during our normal recording time, and we couldn't find a, a good rescheduling time, so we uh, did this one without him. That's not to say he's not in the episode, it's just a little bit unconventional how we end up doing it. I think it adds a little bit to the story that I haven't been able to deal with so far, so I think maybe it worked out for the best. But it also got me thinking, what do you do in your home games when you have a player who can't show up? Generally, if it's not a reoccurring issue, I think it's just best to let it be. Um, but some people I've heard have docked XP from the character, so if they fight a dragon and the their session they miss, then they don't get the dragon XP. That doesn't really work for my games most of the time because I like milestone leveling up, so it's not really a punishment because everybody ends up leveling up at the same time anyway. Ultimately though, I think the best thing to do is if you have a person who is habitually not showing up for sessions is just be honest, have a conversation with them, figure out if it's the game is something that they really want to be a part of, or just in general plan around them not being there. Have their characters come in and out when they can be there. Remember this, this is something we do for fun, so... You know, punishing a player for not being there isn't necessarily always the best thing to do, but you always want to have incentives for people actually showing up so you don't waste countless hours designing a campaign and then have to cancel every week. But I think open, honest conversation in, in this, this activity is important and should be applied to most things we do. With that being said, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, email us, do all those cool things. Uh, it really does help this show grow, and we're doing decent because of all of you, and I just want to say thank you. Obviously, with all that being said, we'll get straight into the episode. Presenting, episode 39, Ghost in the Kennel. You guys fought a bunch of hobgoblins and murdered a bunch of hobgoblins because you're broken as fuck, and on the lead commander of the hobgoblin ground force's pocket, you found some keys. And then you walked to the south of the fort, found a door with a big old padlock, unlocked the door, and on tonight's episode, you're about to learn that sometimes locks are there so people can't get in because bad stuff's in there, and not because of good stuff's in there. I mean, we're putting the spirit of this poor ranger to rest. Like, you gotta think of, like, you know, the altruistic, like, motives and the so, XP. Or you could just kill him because it's fun. 
So it's not fun to kill ghosts. That's just hard. This uh, translucent figure rises out of the ground, uh, wearing Chernsonardo Ranger robes. Reaches out a hand to attack Grogug and hits and deals uh, two levels of energy drain. When that happens, when that happens, something weird kind of goes on. You've seen Grogug um, ignite his sword on countless occasions with this brilliant light due to the feet arcane strike. Well, from its scabbard right now, it's doing the same thing, except much more brilliant and like this deep kind of blue color. So the sword kind of like rises slightly out of the scabbard on its own and Grogu kind of moves his attention towards it and kind of just is awestruck and stares at it. And then this wave of magical energy, almost like dust-like, starts swarming around him and Poof! Grogu's gone. Well, that's inconvenient. Everybody roll initiative. I don't wanna. Honestly, like, I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad Regan's dead. Ooh. 15 What's your uh, initiative bonus, Cyrix? Plus one. And Ro- Laurel rolled a 13. Sam Bagley will be playing the role of Laurel tonight. Solid nine for me. Um, before we get this going, anybody got knowledge religion? I would assume Laurel the Paladin does. If you I don't know. I built him real shitty. He's more of a dragon boy than a religion boy. How does he not have any religion? Jesus. <laughs> He's a so, fucking paladin. Yeah, dragon uh, paladin. Cyrix don't know shit about shit about religion. He's a, actually a pal of sin. No, that's Cyrix. Degenerates. Greg or uh, uh, Richard, you got that? Hey, 17, that's me? Oh, no. Uh... Knowledge. Uh, I got knowledge, uh, nature, and knowledge, uh, geography. Uh, you can tell he's north. Where the fuck are you going to lie to me when I can see this goddamn map? He is clearly southeast. Well, north of some stuff. I mean, isn't everything relative of something? Um, yeah, probably a ghost. I have knowledge nobility and knowledge engineering. You think if you were in a dungeon, you'd know more about this ghost? So does Pathfinder not have... A thing like in 5e where you can just like roll it without any bonuses kind of sort of yeah if it's a knowledge check if you're not trained in it you can't um unless it's under a certain dc so like you know general stuff but you don't know no specific stuff like what kind of ghost this is so let's 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 just get this going greg it's your turn oh boy i hope my magical bow is enough to put this fucking ghost down Magical bow, you say? Let's go for it. Don't go for it, it's a trap. I mean, everything in this fucking game is a trap. Does a 19 hit the ghost? Nope. Fuck you, dirt. Um, what about a 23? 23 hits. 23. Um, that's just my rapid shot, unfortunately. It's not my mini shot. It me. There's a seven damage. As your arrow strikes this ghost boy. Oh, he's fucking incorporeal. I have to roll a percentage <coughs> die, don't I? Nope, you're good. Okay. Thank but God. it does but it does seem to do less damage. Okay. Um, mini shot, rapid shot, and then this is the shot that's like two plus four. Yeah, this one's just a fucking shot in the dark. Six. Damn. Those are some rolls there. Unfortunately no. Alright, I've blown my metaphorical load. Proceed to the next person. I am cutting that out, but I <laughs> yeah. No, you put you keep that shit in, motherfucker. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Okay, so this boy. Why, well, why do you let this happen? You're the editor. I have. He's just—he's just lying, so that I won't argue with him. 
So no, this actually, that's pretty smart. No, when I when Rude. I go back at, when I go back and edit this, you'll end up guilting me in retrospect to keeping it in. So I probably will. I'll cut out the argument about you you making me keep it, but I'll probably end up keeping it because I have no backbone. So this ghost moves into range of poor little Richard Kuklinski and reaches out his ghostly arm. Um, is a 14 hit, Richard. Your touch AC. How do you do touch AC again? Is it just on there? Oh, I have a 14 touch AC, so yes. Okay, that is 1d8 of damage. Take, ooh, 6 damage. I'm not looking so good. Also, you're gonna take two negative levels. You just got your energy sucked from your body into that ghost boy. Oh, what does that mean? So that means basically you take a minus two to any roll you make and a minus five to your total hit points what? and current hit points for oh, each negative level. So I that'll hate, I hate this week already. So that'll basically be ten more damage plus you lose like max hit points. But I got good news. What's that? It's Cyrix's turn. Uh, so what do we think of that, boys? We just gonna leave Grogook here to uh, fester and die, and we can get all yeah. out. You don't know where Grogook is. Exactly. Just why I feel comfortable making this decision, and that I don't know the consequences of my actions. Do we want to kill this thing, or we want to run? I say, I we say put it... as as a free action. We should put this fucker down. I will tell you when this fight started. That door slammed behind you. Well, okay. slam it open. I do have one question, Derek. Yes. Would I, in my infinite knowledge and wisdom as a mesmerist, know if any mind-affecting techniques would impact a ghost? Uh, normally you would assume not, but didn't you just take that thing that would let you affect mind things that are immune to mind-affecting? Yes, um, but I was thinking more spell-wise, but yes, I did take feet of something that would I mean that stair thing lets your spells work he gets a plus two bonus to a saving throw and I roll a percentile dice on each turn if it's above 50 he can act like normal but yeah spells work unless like it wouldn't work like well, charm like, person like charm person's not gonna work because it's not a person what about something like confusion though yeah that would be fine confused ghost you got like a conception for a reason as a mesmerist uh, or as a bold stare. Okay. Well, first, I'm going to move right here. I'm going to start staring at this ghost so that he takes a negative two to his will saves and also a negative on his attack rolls. Okay. Now I will roll to attack this little motherfucker. Go for it. 14? Uh, 14 does not hit. Okay, cool. Uh, but Sam, it's your turn again. I know. <coughs> it's Laurel's turn, guys. <laughs> Uh, we're just gonna have to suffer through. How does smite work? Um, I'm assuming it doesn't. No, it it works. It's evil. I'm. It's a swift action to smite an enemy. Okay, so I smite him. Okay. Um, you move up to him. Sure, I'll move here. Okay. Is <clears throat> roll an attack roll. Add your charisma modifier to the attack. Well, it's plus fourteen, I believe. Um, and Laurel rolled a natural one because he's a shithead and can't do shit. Yeah, Laurel dumb as fuck. And natural one on a smite. Whew. Uh, Richard Kuklinski, it's your turn. Well, that's just great. Put that evil sword to work. I'm gonna hit him with my evil sword. 
the sword you got um, is still around your neck in its hidden state. Um, after you try to activate it, it just kind of decides it doesn't want to be activated. What a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. A regular fucking Grogoog. Gorgoog. Have we ever established, is it Grogoog or Gorgoog? I fluctuate back and forth. It's Gorgoog, I'm 99% sure, but who knows, who cares? Because every time I, every time I... Gorgoog, everybody, Gorgoog struggle session. Let's talk about what we hate about him. <laughs> yes. Too okay, big. let me Not start. One. Keeps calling me a whore. It is pretty rude. But that, that's your that's, job. I am an exotic dancer that takes money for sex. Yeah, you're what we call a working woman, all right? And just because Jack Thank has you. a problem with that. Thank you, Dick. I hate how he keeps buffing you guys and making the encounters <laughs> inconsequential. I'm sorry that he's such a good bard. Uh, we're supposed to be hating on him. Uh, okay, hold on. But see, I'm just going to attack the stupid fucking ghost. How about that? Got attack the stupid fucking ghost. A full fucking round Rip action. Rip Rip and tear! I'm going slash, 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 slash. Minus two slashes. Your swords are both magical, right? Uh, yeah. Plus ones. They're both plus ones. Yeah. Okay. This would be more interesting if they weren't. First attack's a 20. Uh, that hits. Sweet. Derek's just like, man, I wish you all were suffering right now. 14. So probably seven or whatever bullshit. Yep, it doesn't quite do as much damage. 25 on the second. That's a crit threat. Okay. Go ahead and confirm it. 22. That would confirm. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, this boy is immune to crits. You You are the biggest bitch of all. <laughs> Roll your damage. You're the biggest bitch of the biggest. Twelve damage, so six damage. I did something. I'm five foot stepping back. Okay. Attack Laurel Ghosty. <laughs> Greg, it's your turn. Derek does the twenty-three hit. Okay, twenty-three hits. Awesome. That's my first shot. That's the mini shot. Beep, beep. Both of those are 12, 24 damage. Fuck your ghost. Okay. Then here's the rapid shot. That's 16. That's a no-go from me. How about a fucking nine? Nope, but the one that matter hit, so. It's true. That's Moving on. Shit. Ghost, stay away from me. It's a ghost boy's turn. Five foot here in between catty corner to, or adjacent next to both Richard and Laurel. And sensing some sort of divine presence coming off that boy Laurel. He's gonna attack. That is a 15 against touch AC. Got him. I have to look up his touch AC. There you are. Um, his touch is 11. Not even close. Part of Smite is he gets a deflection bonus to his AC equal to his charisma modifier, which should affect touch. Um, His charisma modifier is 5, so is it 5 plus 11? Yep. So that would be 16. So this ghost boy misses. Gosh, guys, I, I'm just so so good, good-hearted, and I love Jesus, and I would... <laughs> that's, that's a cool story. Thank you for... <laughs> You're welcome. I'm so glad we're friends, guys. Uh, Sierra's Laurel turn. has the same path as... Uh, what's that character from It's Always Sunny? The, the like, red... <laughs> Rick, rickety Cricket? Yeah, Rickety Cricket, yeah. <laughs> This ghost is going to inject him with crack cocaine, and he's just going to go off the rails. Goddamn, the rickety cricket storyline. So I wish our podcast had anything that funny. It's so good. <laughs> but also, also, Cyrix, it's your turn. Okay, um, I'm going to take a five-foot step back, and I'm going to attempt to demoralize him. Uh, as a... hmm. Can I do that? That's interesting. Like, can evil ghosts be afraid of things? They're afraid of double-dying. I mean, normally, no, but you got the psychic conception. Yeah, go for it. 
I'm gonna give him a small bonus to the DC, but twenty-seven. Uh, he is uh, demoralized. I guess. Okay, cool. I might be rolling that wrong, but that's fun for. Ha! We demoralized the ghost. You're dead, bitch. How about that? Um, and then I'm going to cast. If I can use a mind-affecting spell, this is true. With your psychic conception, you can. I'm going to cast psychic leech. Okay. Make a will save with a negative four. I get a plus two bonus because of the psychic conception thing. Okay, so then a negative two to whatever the regular will save would have been. A 22. What does it do if I succeed? It does something. Um, if you succeed, the target is fatigued for 1d4 rounds. You're going to make me look up undead traits. I don't know if they can be. I think they might be immune to fatigue. Mesmerists just make that. Uh, no, they're actually fatigue. double vulnerable to fatigue. I know that offhand. I just know that fatigue is a negative two to strength index, and you can't <clears throat> run or charge. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it affected him. <sighs> Mesmerists ruin everything. And I end my turn. Okay. Uh, Laurel's turn. Oh, geez, Eric, that was unfortunate that you didn't make that hit. I'm gonna try and attack with my sword. Okay, Morty. Hi, Morty. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Does a 29 hit? Uh, yeah. Uh, 22 oh, yeah. damage. I'm Richard Klinsky. Yes. It's your turn. I yield my time. <laughs> okay, Will. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna double attack this ghost bitch again. Actually, you know what? For safety's sake, I'm gonna run away over here, and I'm gonna do a little wandy wand on me. <laughs> Make it the paladin's problem. Okay, that uh, provokes an attack opportunity. No, never mind. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm standing and fight. That's bullshit. How come when he moved up? To... I don't understand attacks of opportunity, and I never will, and I don't want to, so don't try to explain. Okay. I choose to believe they're just your way of bending the rules to kill me. Uh, well, double attacking. Fuck this. Fuck this fucking ghost. Fuck you, bitch. 21. Hits. 16. By the way, I've been attacking using my Piranha Strike for those at home, if you're concerned. Nice. Piranha Strike. Second attack is a 15. Oh, wait, I rolled a d6 there. Sorry, hold on. Let me redo that. <laughs> I was rolling damage again. <laughs> Not bad. Go ahead, buddy. 16, so that won't hit. Nope. All right, well, I did pretty good damage, though. Uh, but also, it's great, yeah. sir. Why did you change Richard's fucking thing to the actual serial killer, goddammit? Because <laughs> it's fun. So, uh, first hit, that's an 18 plus 9, 27 hits. That'll hit, and that's the mini that's shot, That's the right? mini shot, yes it is. That's 10 and 16, max damage, 26. Next one, 16. That's 25, that hits. Yeah, that hits. That's 11 damage. And then, oh, hell yeah, nat 20, but it's a ghost, so. Yeah, go, go, ghost, ghost, oh. don't care about Hey, ghost. max damage, though, 16 again. God What's that damn. ghost looking? You see, if, just I, like... if I roll well, I fucking do damage. You hear that? I built an optimized <laughs> character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so the ghost, um, it looks like nice. one more one more good hit will get him. Dead, dead again, one last time. Hmm. Except now it's the ghost's turn. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Ugh. What do I want to do? <clears throat> so I've got three options, I think. I can go after... Will, because he just peppered me with a bunch of damage, but that would provoke two attacks of opportunity. One of which from a paladin. Who is currently smiting. 
Ghosts are stupid. My second is I could attack Richard. Just give do him, it already. Give him fourth. I think he's just going to attack the the paladin again. Um, that's a 23 against touch. That's going to hit. Uh, seven damage and two negative levels. Which means... Minus two to rolls, minus ten hit points, minus ten total hit points. Now five foot step back. And it's Cyrix's turn. Whip it real good. I think he's within range, too. Oh, he is! I don't even have to move! Beautiful! And I rolled, uh, eleven. Uh, unfortunately, no. It's a big ol' match. Paladin boy's turn. Yep, Laurel, you're up. He's gonna take a five foot step forward. And it's a negative two to the roll. 28. Yeah, that'll hit. Does a negative two apply to damage as well? I think so. I don't know if it'll matter. Max damage, 20 damage! Did you include the penalty? Yes. It's plus like 14. Chelsea Peretti there. I love Chelsea Peretti. Uh, yeah, it's plus 14, so negative minus two is 12. So eight plus 12 is 20. So that, that negative two penalty actually matters. If you get two more damage on him, he's dead. If not, he's alive. <sighs> God, fuck you, Derek. Yeah, I'm looking it up to make sure. I mean that in the most loving way possible. That's all right. Big Dick William's going to come in and fucking slice him up. <laughs> Big Dick William. Uh, it does not look like it affects damage rolls. It doesn't? Nope. Okay, I actually rolled a 22. Uh, He's dead. Yay! Well... More dead. He has dissipated. Dead, dead again, one last time. So he, this ghost boy, lets out this. In like, the back of my Dragula! <laughs> We're gonna get copyright, stop it. <laughs> Was it that good of an impression? My goodness. Uh, so the ghost kind of lets out the screech. He goes, This isn't the last of me. And he kind of just like fades in the floor. That was really creepy, guys. I, I hope you know that I'm not that kind of ghost. <laughs> Did Laurel just admit he's a ghost? Is that canon now? I thought that he was, like, back from the dead. Like, that's the same thing, right? No, he's a zombie, not a ghost. A yeah, but he's also zombie. really dumb, so, like, he doesn't know the difference. Chad is now playing Garfield Kart. He has a 10 intelligence. Does someone say Garfield Kart? I did. Would you like to join me on Garfield Kart? I sadly don't have yes. Garfield Kart, but I do like I don't. Garfield. I don't have it, but I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> I think it does have split screen. Come on over. Okay, I'm on my way now. Does Grogook reappear? No, Grogook does not reappear. He's busy doing Grogook stuff. <clears throat> Can I tell you who does appear, though? Hoopst. The ghost. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we have to find what triggers him to die. No, we <clears throat> just need to leave. Yeah, fuck it. Let's just leave. So, in, in the normal fashion, but he wants to be a bugger about this. In in the corner of the room, um, the same same ghost once again rises, but this time his face isn't like as mangled or angry. And he goes, "Thank you all for freeing me." No problem. Can, Let's do it again. And I can slash him. I can rip now. I can rest in peace. It's fucking hobgoblins. Read me from their prison. Thank you. Wait, bud, I got a couple questions for you. Don't die yet. 
Goodbye. No, you get back here. Uh, yeah, I have questions. Um, what made you evil? You said the hobgoblins trapped you. Well, I, in life, I guess I was always a bit of a dick. I wouldn't say evil. Uh, but once you die and become an undead, I, it, it just kind of happens. But I'm, I'm better now. Mm, I've heard men say that before. I bet you have. Okay, you can die now. Goodbye. Rest in peace. I can provide information about what happened here before, though, if... Oh, okay, so you are gonna give us information, you fucking ghost. What the yeah. fuck happened? Yeah, if you just ask questions, not about... Okay, what happened? What happened? Uh, he was a fucking dragon, so... Yeah. He's, he's kind of an asshole. His, uh... Ibs Irock. His, his name, he... His bad couple months, these were. So, uh, I'm a Trinsenarda Ranger. I didn't always agree with my brothers, but, you know, it is what it is. I uh, stationed at a fort down south, and one day after the Iron Fang came in, we were fortifying the fort, and all of a sudden this giant black dragon comes and just wipes us all out. I was able to, you know hide under a table and avoid the onslaught, get out of it, and I survived, but then I come up here, and same thing happens. Uh, this time, a table wasn't sturdy enough, so I perished. They, uh... How horribly embarrassing. <laughs> I, I would say so. The way I died, I was, uh... I was a man of great anger, and... To be killed like that when I should have known better, just I suppose drove my spirit insane and came back as a specter. The hobgoblins discovered that uh, after I killed one or two of them, and they barred the door so nobody else would come in here. But uh, then you all come in here. But I'm I'm good now. When you say you're good now, does that mean you're going to move on from this plane or? You're good now, and you're going to be part of our party. We do not need a ghost friend. You know, How dare you? I'll just, I'm just going to move on. There's not much else I can do. I've lost my energy drain abilities. Yeah, how about you fix what you, what you broke? Yeah, I, I can't. I don't know how to. Also, where's our orc co-worker? Yeah, that's a good question. What happened to him? The the first one I attacked? Yeah. Yeah. What tomfoolery did you perform? I just kind of assumed that was you guys getting him out of a bad situation. I was a little surprised that you didn't do that to the other ones. You, you thought I did that? I mean, he normally doesn't do that, so... Well, fuck, what a crazy situation. <laughs> and you're, uh, you're positive about this, but... Like, you're not lying... Because I mean, you're evil. I mean, you could roll a sense motive. I or would love to roll a sense motive. Or your paladin friend can use his detective magic special ability. Or detect evil special ability. I use my detect evil special ability, guys. Uh, he's not evil anymore. I still want to roll a sense motive. Go ahead. And a sense motive a ghost? 28. Suck my dick. Uh, you believe him. Impressive. 
Okay. You can die now. Okay. Goodbye. Later, bitch. That was rude. And then... So he kind of just fades into the floor, and then the door uh, slowly opens itself. Every three months, he sends me a life update. Oh, going back to the part about how I'm not sure if it's Grogoog or Gorgoog, anytime I ask Jeff, he just looks at me and says, yes. <laughs> that sounds about right. Grogoog, Laurel, and Richard all have two negative levels. Jesus Christ. Otherwise, you guys are all good to go. I think we should retreat. Because our paladin doesn't have lay on hands, remove negative levels, does he? Nope. Yeah, we need to just retreat and rest. And keep our Well, the dragon's going to be back in a couple days. And if we take the two days necessary to restore negative levels, then we're going to have more trouble. I don't and, know what to do here. And you have a fairly substantial portion of the fort that is yet unexplored. It's true. We've got the second story of the big tower, and is this big building over here two-story? Uh, none of the buildings in the courtyard are. Okay. Either way, that's a big-ass building. There could be a lot of hobgoblins in there. Um, so, the, the structure in the center is actually two buildings and, like, a garden. Okay, well, that's still a lot of... So there's a building lot of up here. Hobgoblins building down here and that's the garden area. So it's up to you guys. I say we play it safe in the retreat. And we've got some refugees or some, some rangers that are injured. We should probably... Yeah, I have no health. <laughs> and I'm negative two levels or whatever. Yeah, we need to just retreat. You do have that wand to cure light wounds. Oh yeah, I've got like five of those. That's still not going to help with the negative levels. Like, that puts us at a serious disadvantage. And we don't have our buff bard here because he fucking disappeared into the Aether. Yeah. So we also need to get that figured out. Before I think it was nice that we beat the ghost, but it's time. Does anyone have, like, an arcana check or a spellcraft check to be like, I've seen this kind of magics before? I have spellcraft. Hmm. That was really meta, Derek. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. And I have knowledge arcana. I'm trying to figure out what it would be. It's not a spell. Everybody give me... Well, Will Will and Cyrix give me either an intelligence check or a wisdom check, whatever is highest. Wisdom, you say? I rolled a 19. Okay, so the only thing you could kind of figure out is... Remember a long time ago when those weird magic items you got kind of upgraded? Yes. Yeah. Uh, similar energies at the time came off of those. Okay, well, do you want to get some parchment paper so we can leave the Kuga note? Just in case he teleports back to right here. <laughs> Come back soon. Ghost dead at camp. Basically. Yeah, I think I've got some parchment paper. Okay. I scribble a note to Kukug that says, um... Fuck you, we're at camp. Love, Cyrix. Nice. Alright, let's gather up our wounded back at the little ranger camp and let's get to resting some of these negative levels off you people. Okay. Um, which... Through, which exit do you leave through? Uh, we should probably just hit up this one here. And watch that building in case someone wants to come out and start some shit. 
The one on the southern edge? Yeah, that one. Closest to the door we're at. Okay. And like I said, just keeping an eye on the doors to the two buildings there in case someone wants to come out and start some shit. Because I've got a couple uses of gravity bow and I'm not afraid to use them. Okay. You make it through, you climb down the side of the fort, you climb up the side of the gorge, and you're back in the forested area. Nice. Let's get back to camp, Re- regroup all of our rangers, and uh, they all come home. Yeah, let's get to resting, y'all. I don't got any negative levels, but if y'all really need to fix that shit, it's bad for you. Yeah, I don't have any either. Hey, let me see what these suckers are. Okay, so I'll need Laurel and Richard to make two, will they be fort saves or will saves? It's fort save. Yeah, it's fort. <clears throat> so I, I need... know that because I'm really good at D&D, guys. Laurel and Richard give me two fort saves. What's my fort score? I'm looking through. Jesus, 13. Uh, 14, uh, a natural one, and a 20. One of Laurel's negative levels is permanent and will require some sort of magical healing. The other can be rested off in 24 hours. Uh, so my fourth score is a plus five, so is it uh, permanent is the first one. Uh, yeah, that's a nine, correct. And permanent is the second one. Correct. So Richard's got two permanent nevel- negative levels. Laurel has one permanent negative level. God damn it. Give me spellcraft checks. I wish I knew spellcraft. Or knowledge arcana. I rolled a 13 spellcraft, and I rolled a 15. Laurel thinks that the only thing that can get these negative levels gone is a restoration spell or something similar, which I do not believe you all have access to. I wish we had a cleric. Uh, I inquire around camp who might have uh, restoration spells. No, that's not worse. So Cobb Greenleaf approaches you, and you ask him about restoration? Yes. No, no, boys, uh, know how to do that wall. Who a level? Um, unfortunately, I'm just a, a fighter, fighter ranger kind of guy. So uh, I can't do much for you. I used to be as the lady down at uh, Fort Riston who could uh, heal people with magic, but uh, last I know, she got murdered by a dragon. You've been insanely unhelpful, cop. Yeah, but I'm I'm good at looking at stuff. Dragon's not back yet. Uh, Ed, that's what I know. Wait, Greg, isn't yeah. your daughter like some kind of? She's. Got druid levels, but I don't know if she has. I don't think she's that high level. I believe technically uh, she's been like my back. She's been one of my backup characters, so she should be like a level, our level, or a level behind us. What can a uh, could a check the level druid. seven druid? Let's, let's yeah, find check, out. check that spell list because I might have a compromise for you. Let's see what druid can do. Seventh level would have access to fourth level spells, so maybe got reincarnate. If one of you dies, that might be helpful. Remove radioactivity. Repel vermin. Do they Greg not get it? Cast reincarnate on me. <laughs> I come back as a hobgoblin. No! <laughs> I don't think druids get it. Uh, I don't think they have it. Unless they have it, like, they have lesser restoration. Well, lesser restoration isn't going to help us in this situation, is it? No. Resist energy, remove disease. Yeah, no. I can't believe, yeah. Druids do not have a restoration. Yeah, I think you guys are kind of just shit out of luck. It's okay. I will... I will, um... Wait, I know a dead cleric. We can summon her back. We can reincarnate the dead cleric. We bring her back. She's just, like... She's just, like, third level. Derek? Give she's me a, my... She's give a me class my with girlfriend, a, Derek. She's a class with a wisdom penalty, so she can't cast fourth level spells. I mean, I guess it's... Derek's trying really hard to not be her friend anymore. What level is... What level is Laurel? Seven. 
He's a seventh level paladin? He's a sixth yeah. level paladin with a level in Oracle oh, for some yeah, that's goddamn true. reason. It says that restoration is available to paladin level. Is that fourth level paladin spells? Archives of Nethys might just be fucking with. He knows first level spells. First level paladin spells. Why not second level? Because he's not level seven. Because I gave him a level of Oracle, you see. Well, he has lesser restoration then. If you guys ever get con damage. Look, I just think that y'all are fucked. Uh, it's not my problem, so I don't have to deal it with it. It is our problem. They're, they're, part, they're part of the team. Listen here, old man. Yeah, uh, if he well, if he ever gets high enough level to cast fourth level uh, Paladin spells, uh, he can cast Restoration. And let me just try. I think it's level 16. When did Mesmerists get uh, Restoration? I don't think they get it. Excuse me? I will say this, though. The Hobgoblins definitely had encounters with that thing. It wouldn't be beyond reason to think that they would have... Scrolls of Restoration! Let's go back! Some sort of... Add it for Alchemist 4, Cleric 4, Inquisitor 4, Investigator 4. God damn it. Trust oh, it! Hey, wait! Mesmerist Fork! Well, when you can cast 4th level spells, Restoration is on your list. When is 4th level spells for Mesmerists? But that means if you find a scroll, you can use it. Level 10. Oh, just a bit So it's away. fine. You just wait three more levels, guys, and I'll I'll take care of it. All right, it's only my Well, uh, so we rested, and we know we're not going to get any better than this, right? Right. Uh, people who got hit, we should probably uh, heal. Aren't we resting for the night, though? I mean, uh, yeah, but we we got to like do like some healing. That doesn't heal like, max. It doesn't. <clears throat> but we got to... Do we have any, like, unused, like, does the Paladin have any unused Lay on Hands? I don't think I used any. Yeah, he does. He would, uh... Use your healing spells so that whenever we rest, whenever we get up, we get... God damn it, I'm being meta again. Wait, if I rest, like, for the night, would I heal three hit points? Um, it's your hit dice plus your con modifier. I'm back to 50 HP, guys. Why do I have to do anything here? Uh, add ten hit points. Yeah. You, heal, you heal 10 hit points just from sleeping. Yeah, Laurel uses... He touches everybody. Are you down very much, Will? Um, I think I only got hit like once. 45 out of 45. I'm actually fine. I'm going to say Laurel heals. Just gets uh, Richard all the way up. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. I'm so glad that we're friends, Richard Kuklinski. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but... Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. far. Richard is a little bit suspicious when you're a paladin. I don't think y'all are going to have a fast and healthy friendship. I'm a paladin, and I really like good things. You give off some weird vibes. Uh, I don't think there's anything weird about them. My ideology is pretty straightforward. I think you give off some weird vibes. Have you considered converting to the religion of Yomade? Well, you didn't have one. I didn't have what? Penis? Religion. Yes. Oh, me neither. So that's the common ground. Maybe we can be friends. Exactly. There's this there's this organization that I go to every week, Small Dicks Anonymous. Small Dicks Anonymous, huh? Is that where you recommended Gorgook? Yeah, I think that's where he went. Alright. Jeff's gonna ask me what happened in the <clears throat> session. I'm just gonna be like, man, you just disappeared and we forgot all about you. There's a bunch of dicks. So what's the game plan? Well, uh we healed up what we could. We've gathered our resources. That dragon's still a hot minute out. Time to fucking go finish off these goddamn hobgoblins. Suppose we could uh, mosey on over so that next week we could start outside one of the doors. Where are the doors on these two buildings? Clear them out. Just show me where the show me where the doors are. Breach and clear. Breach and clear. 
So, make your way back to the fort. Uh, which building would you like to examine? There's one to the north, one to the south, one to the garden in the middle. Let's do the south. And you got the tower. We're waiting on that tower, bud. All right, the south uh, building? Yep, south building's going to be our point of entry. Okay, so when you you get to it, there is there's this like large chimney on the top, and just by the look of it, it looks like to be it looks to be like a foundry, some place where they would make like armors and weapons and whatnot. If we find a ghost killing sword in this room, I'm gonna be so fucking pissed. There are such thing as ghost killing swords. But I would think the hobgoblins didn't have one, or else they would have killed that ghost. That's probably a good, um... Or do I have to roll insight on that? No, you, that's a that's a good, um, whatever the word is. Observation? That's a great observation. You dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thanks, Derek. I think that's the first time you've ever complimented me. Huh. Um, so, give me a party order. Who's going in first? Well, Laurel's kind of a tanky boy, so I feel like he's in front. Let's put Gordon in front. He's a bitch. Yeah, that too. We don't know if his ass is even gonna reappear. Oh, his ass. Just Lord Torso just slurps out of a portal. So Laurel opens the door and walks inside. Go ahead and place yourselves inside the building. Inside the building? Yeah, I already got you there. Okay. Inside, you see broken blades and breastplates all in desperate need of repair. They lie orderly in stacks near a warm, glowing forge, mostly disassembled. Suits of plate armor and barding stand on two sawhorses in the western corner of the room. Two doors exit this room, one to the northeast and another in an alcove to the east. I don't like it. So one door leads up to the the garden, and then the other door is the one you walked in. What's in this room? It, it's a forge. There's a bunch of broken armor and weapons. How come the screen's still black then? So I'm working on it. Because Derek has to put all the enemies in the GM layer. And as you approach, you see two creatures. Ah, what a lovely bunch of people. So one, um, give me a knowledge local. I have that. I thought I had that. What I do? Oh, I took it out of climb and put it into something else. I thought I put it in knowledge local. 18. Damn. The creature on the left, nearest to the ford, uh, initially looks like a goblin, but Cyrix's keen eye realizes that there's more here, more here than seems obvious at first. This is... What's my elf I see? This is a creature that can very easily disguise itself as a goblin. In fact, it is part of the goblinoid um, subtype, but it is also a shape-changer. You have found yourselves a bar guest. Oh, oh, and what's the other thing? That would be a knowledge arcana. I got this, guys. Why are my woods so magical? I rolled an 11. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, so uh, when you approach the bar guest, and I'll give you a bonus on your check because of what the, uh, the bar guest is going to say. He looks at you, and he kind of just, like, bares his teeth. Ha, 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 ha. You're trying to infiltrate the fort. This is not in the plan of Jang and Isabak. So we will, we will destroy you. Isn't that right, man watcher? And this creature, I'm standing right next to him. It's reptilian, eight legs. It's got these spurs jutting from its back. And there's in its eyes this pale green fire. I'm going to blow it. I'm going to blow him up because you guys will probably recognize him. Oh, no. Uh, Laurel, 
realizes this boy is a basilisk. Big snakey, big snake. Penny turns his head towards all of you, and you're all going to make fortitude saves. But before that, the air in this room grows suddenly cold, and time seems to stop for everybody except for Cyrix and the specter from earlier rises out of the ground and looks at Cyrix and says somebody on the other side wanted to talk to you. Will you accept this collect call? Um, Absolutely. So he sinks back down and another spirit kind of rises out of the ground and like when she when the spirit comes out, Cyrix, you get this like splitting headache like nothing in nothing makes sense like you can't figure out what's going on who this person is but you you know who they are desperately inside of your heart and your brain and normally the next thing out of my mouth would be that's the end of our broadcast week but i've got one more thing i've got to do grogoog as soon as the um the specter kind of reaches out and touches you you get the sensation like you failed a fortitude save because your body just kind of like seizes up and you're paralyzed and all around you is just this weird glittering energy starts off bluish but then just everything kind of fades off to gray and it's it's not gray because there's no color there it's gray because this place you are you feel like you're not worthy to be there yet and in the back of your head you hear your voices. Oh, he's not as strong as an orc. Too stupid to be a human. This thing's gonna be worthless. You know what? He, uh, he make excellent addition to slaves. You'll sweeten the pot, and, um, we can arrange giving you a whole tribe armor, whole tribe weapons. This one, this one will be the, the main ticket for us, though. You know, I'm, uh, supposed to train you all. I'm supposed to teach you what to do in this army. But it's not gonna matter. Everyone of you is gonna die. That's why they send us slaves, because you don't matter. So, uh, pick up your swords, swing them around a bit. Gonna go have a drink. If you nick one of each other, uh, send them to the infirmary. Grogook, you are not fit enough of a soldier to wipe the fucking ass of the son of the lowliest private. So, if you don't get out of my tent right now, I'm gonna have your fucking head in a voice that feels better. You know, you don't have to you don't have to put up with all this. Why don't you just run? They don't know you. They don't care about you. They'll never find you. I've been through a lot, but I've never once run away. And that's not gonna start now. No no. I'll deal with these motherfuckers. I'll show them how good I am. <laughs> then they'll get theirs. I guess I guess we just look at things different. I'm I'm glad to know you, but I, after tomorrow, I guess I'm, I'm gonna be moving on. Um, I hope you, you find whatever you're looking for, and when all this is done, maybe, maybe you find a, a house, maybe you find a life, maybe you look me up and you find somebody to love, and then you hear the sound of whips cracking and fire and the voice that was just talking to you screaming, and then. The vision of Lorky's death enters your head and it just kind of freezes there. This slave girl who had been temporarily liberated is dead right in front of you. And then your paralysis breaks. 
Everything's still gray, but you're within these massive castle walls. This is lined with all sorts of weapons and armor of all sorts. Most of it's heavy armor, tons and tons of gray swords. And you look around and most of it seems to have this like blood protruding from it. You step forward and the weapons begin to shudder and then several of them coalesce in front of you in this giant um, humanoid shape. The earth kind of shakes beneath his feet. Ogoog, welcome. This is the place you will find yourself many, many years from now if you follow the path of Gorum. Uh, with my... Do I have to make a knowledge religion check, or would I basically have an understanding of what's going on here? Yeah, I, I think you understand. You might not know specifics, but it seems like you're in Gorum's realm. In fact, if you even re- have ever read, like, religious text or whatever, um, Gorum's Herald is known as the First Blade, and this anim- animation of armors and weapons is kind of what he appears to humans or living folk as. Yeah, the first blade's pretty fucking terrifying, actually. <laughs> Very well, Harold, but I recommend you not wait too long. Can't tell I'm not the spring orc I used to be. No, no, but we need you to hold on just a little more. Yes, you are seemingly important. That sword you wield, that's an important weapon. And the battle you are to face in the next few days could set off a series of events that it could change things. What could be so monumental that the god of war would pay attention to a battle in Feandar? I am Gorum's herald. I know a lot of what Gorum deals with, but I am not privy to all information. All I know is he asked me who speak to you, Gorgook. The weapon you hold, not one of Gorum's, and we might be incorrect as the information is lost, but that is a sword of the dead god, Arodin. He created 14 swords and spread them across Galarian. Humans were to seek the swords and become his chief followers. Thirteen of the swords were found, and thirteen of the swords found their owners unworthy. If this is one of those swords, it seems you have done well with it. Do me a favor. Test a theory. Do you have magics that could cause damage that might last upon yourself? I'm not versed in curses or permanent poisons in particular. My brand of combat tends to be immediate swift. Then let me be evade. Give me a wills. Oh boy, 13's what I get. You immediately feel your body kind of start to wither, and you take six constitution damage. Mmm. Gorgook, wave that sword and focus on the injury you just sustained. Very well, first blade. I stand back up straight after punching from that magical damage that was just done to me. I focus my arcane power into the sword and wave it about me, letting the wind from the blade cutting through the air wash across my body, the arcane energy crackling off it. So, that same wind of, um, or that same swirl of light that surrounded you when you showed up here, uh, appears again, and you feel that paralysis again, and, and it stops. 
Hmm, just as I thought. You see, this sword teaches the soldier an important lesson that sometimes when your wounds are too great or the battle is not to be won, you can leave, you can surrender, and you can get better and come back. You see, when you waved your sword, you popped out of existence for about ten human minutes, and you're back now, and as you'll notice, you're a bit hardier than you were when you left. No, this isn't going to be something you can do every time you are injured, as the sword has its own will. But this is the mark of the blade of the soldier, one of Aradin's fourteen blades. This is both inspiring to our Lord Gorum, and also also a bit troubling. This means that the other artifacts the other the other artifacts of the Arabs are on Galarian as well. And those artifacts aren't trouble themselves, but what will come to try to destroy them, that's the trouble. There's a beast that must be slain, and that sword might be the only thing that can do it. Yes, this beast, I suppose you could say I've heard of it before, really read about it before. What knowledge does Gorm's first blade have of it? Hmm, that is where the trouble lies. You see, Aradin is dead, and all of this information, all of these things that are happening, are all prophecy, are all providence of Aradin. It's all seemingly coming true, and he's not around, but god damn did that god speak in riddles and vagaries. He's lost, and the true nature of the prophecies are lost as well. Gorum is great and mighty, but he doesn't know everything. However, we have discovered a lost temple of Aradin that may held the secrets. We need somebody to go there, find the information, and return it to the turn it to the chosen gods, the gods who don't work with evil, to start the process of defeating the beast or beasts or whatever this great prophecy might might lead to. Very well. I suppose my party and I might be equipped for such a mission, although we are a bit tied up with things as they are now. There's a certain black dragon we hunt. So, you know how, like, when dogs or cats are confused, they do that little head tilt? Yes. The first blade of Gorum does the same thing and is just fucking adorable. He's a hundred feet tall and made out of swords. (laughs) That's so fucking cute. And he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, you misunderstand me. This temple we found, it's in, it's in the land of the dead, and you can't go there if you... You might be a herald of Eridan, then death speaks death speaks the end of the world for you. No, we we have another party. I don't mean to come off as a dick, but uh better suited party at this point in time. I have have no doubt that given time you and your friends will become great and strong and enough to defeat the terrors of the world. But no, we have people in the land of the dead that are seeking the temple. All I need you to do is wait for the information, recognize the information, and use the information. I come to you today on behalf of Gorum because I'm afraid that you have been discovered and there is no way your discoverer, whoever it may be, can make direct confrontation with you, but he can cut us off from you. So this might be our last chance. If the information comes to you, Use it. Use it, Goku. Use it. And then those lights begin to swirl slowly around your feet. Oh, god damn it. So the the light begins to 
uh, surround you and you see two visions. First is the side-by-side image of an older half-orc man who looks suspiciously like you, uh, tilling a field out of this, a large cottage we'll say, at the edge of a forest, a small garden in front, no kids, no wife, just a smile on your face. And the next is that same cottage burned to the ground. The forest burned to the ground. No sign of life for miles and miles and miles. And a frown on your face. The second vision is a white glowing temple in the middle of a desolate wasteland. The brightness burns into your head and people in the distance climbing the stairs and the door to the temple slowly opening up for them as they walk in and then slowly closing behind and then the temple begins to shudder. Uh, perception check where the four people walking into the temple a gnome, a half-orc and then two other semi-powerful beings It was too far away, you couldn't tell Oh, Derek, please tell me that that crew that's going into the world dead might be familiar to us already Oh, it's it's not No, you piece of shit <laughs> Be perfect <clears throat> Then you wake up, you reappear, and you're once again with your friends in this room that is uh, designed to build weapons. And in front of you is a bar guest and a basilisk. And you're going to be making a fortitude save to make sure you don't turn into a rock. That's the end of our broadcast week. uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo.